This is New Bedford's news talk station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Okay, so we have a guest on the line that I'm going to get to in just a moment. But i got to ask Kate about something she mentioned there in the newscast. False information, fake news. <laughs> what did you say is on top of Cheers? What? The Hampshire House. It's no. A restaurant. Melville's is on top of Cheers, owned well, back, by John Allen Hill. Back in the Sam 80s. Sam Malone's arch enemy. Back in the 80s, it was Hampshire House. No, I'm talking about oh, the fictional, oh, the fictional restaurant on top of it. I remember all those episodes where John Allen Hill and Sam Malone were buttheads. And they had to put on a jacket to go upstairs. Yes. Which is true. It was a fancy restaurant. No, but that, so that is true though. Your, your parents' apartment is seen in the opening credits. It is. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, um, so it, they would have been, probably living there at the time i believe if it was recorded in the 80s yep and what's funny is i'm actually in the opening credits of cheers wow yeah i'm the reincarnated guy with the handlebar mustache i was just going to say he looks just like you yeah so (laughs) i tried to grow the handlebar it didn't work out so well Well, i'm one of the illustrated ladies with the fancy champagne glasses there you go all right yeah thank you kate and uh, that is one of the greatest shows of all time. So, of course, there's there's always some Cheers discussion to be had. But we have some other discussion to have because right now we're going to be talking with a very special guest. Because, listen, as I said, we want to make sure that you know about all the great events that are happening around the South Coast this summer because they're all for good causes. But also because they're for a good time as well. We want you to have a good time. We want you to have a good summer. And joining us now is Connie Morigo. She's the president and executive director of the National Marine Life Center in Buzzards Bay, and she joins us now. Good morning, Connie. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and thank you for having me this morning. Oh, no, no, thank you for joining us. And I, I don't know if you're a Cheers fan, but, uh, you know, that's that's the, the that's what we were discussing there, if you missed that. The, I heard that. I am a Cheers fan. It's okay. pretty old school, but yes. It might, it might get weird if people didn't know what we were talking about. So. I want to. I want to first of all give you the opportunity before we get into this great event that's happening this Saturday. Let's talk about the National Marine Life Center and the work that you do there. Yes, thank you. Um, we have a, a conservation mission, and our goal is to rehabilitate and release sick and injured, endangered sea turtles and seals. And if you live on the southeast, um, sorry, southeastern Mass then you're probably aware that every fall there's hundreds now over a thousand endangered sea turtles that strand from hypothermia. And so our mission is to finish building out our hospital so we can um, rehabilitate and release all those animals. So what, what's the facility, facility like now that, that the folks are working in trying to do this work? Yeah, so the hospital went up during a pretty difficult economic time, and this is, you know, pre-my tenure, so they did a great job raising the money um, after the, you know, we all remember 2007, 2008, 2009, worrying about our 401Ks, um, and they were able to put the hospital up, but they weren't able to finish it, so that's our goal. We do have an area that we're in now that's completely finished. It's got HVAC, tanks, heaters, chillers, et cetera, so... Um, but there's a lot more space in there that would help out the endangered species crisis that happens every fall on Cape Cod. And that's our goal is to finish that out. And as, as part of, you know, trying to meet that goal, you have a great fundraising event that's happening this weekend. 
We do. Thank you. It's our annual food truck festival, and this is our second festival. Last year, obviously, was the first, and we learned a lot, and we listened to feedback, and so we are back bigger and better this year, this Saturday, June 10th. So what can people expect if they go over there and they, they see this? And again, this is going to be happening uh, in Buzzards Bay Center, right? So is this happening like what, what, what exactly is the blueprint of the, the space where this will happen? Yeah, so it will happen right on our property. And we've got a big lawn area where the crafters will be. So we've got um, uh, crafters. We have a uh, petting zoo that's going to be there. They won't be there the whole day, though. So, you know, we have to respect the animals and that's how a long time, 11 to 4 for them. So, um, But then in our back parking lot, which is a pretty big space, we will have 11 food trucks, and we will have a band, and a beer garden is new this year for us. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. So this is actually, for those who are looking for the location, this is kind of right in the center of Buzzards Bay, right downtown, not that far from the public parking area and the where they put in the... Um, the playground, and they have the splash pad there and all that stuff. Exactly opposite from the splash pad. Very good location. And so being, you know, having this this location, having all of these great events, it sounds like it's going to be a day that there's going to be a little bit of something for everybody. But, of course, when you say food trucks, the question people have is, okay, well, what kind of food? Do you have an idea of who's going to be there and what types of cuisines they'll be serving? We do, and we've been working throughout the year to get a variety. You know, we don't want seven of the same trucks. Um, so uh, back again this year, our Shorefire Pizza. They would have been Wicked Fire last year. They changed their name. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kono, new this year, is the filling station, Mom on the Go, Soulfully Vegan. We're really excited. Um, we have, let's see, Wild Game Sausage Man, Shine Mobile Coffee, Adobo Republic, uh, Glow Barbecue, Zelma's Kettle Corn, and Frosty Friends ice cream. So plenty of meal trucks, dessert trucks, coffee for those of us who need the power to get through the day, and uh, something for everybody. We've got a great band this year, too. We're really excited to have Just Another Guru. They've been on the Boston music scene for over 20 years. It's nice, family-friendly music. We're really excited to have them. They're going to be playing all day. Well, so... When people come, are they going to just pay each food truck for what they want to sample, or is it a ticketed process? How does it work? Uh, that is a great question. Thank you. So it is a fundraiser, so it's $5 to get in, and your $5 fee for ages 5 and up goes to the mission of the NMLC. Once you're in, then whatever items you want, whether it be food or craft, uh, then you do pay those those folks directly for whatever the item is. And should, should folks bring cash? You know, if they're taking cards, what's what's the best route to go? Uh, we will have a cash line, a credit card line, a prepay line. So if you go on our website, there's a PayPal link, so you can pay ahead of time. A lot of people have done that, and then just uh, save the receipt on your phone. You'll show your phone, get a wristband, and you you know skip the line, so to speak. So uh, a lot of people are doing that. Just over the past few days, we're seeing a lot of traffic on PayPal. Um, so, again, credit card, cash, PayPal, um, I think we've got it all covered. All right. This sounds like a really great day, and and it's happening this Saturday, June 10th, right there outside the National Marine Life Center in Buzzards Bay. And what, what are the times, again, that this is taking place? Uh, 11 to 4. 
Perfect. So, yeah, get out there, have a fun. You can have some lunch, and after a few hours, time has gone by, you can grab a little dinner before it's over, right? You can get both meals from all those great food trucks. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Connie, for joining us, and keep us up to date with all of the great work that you do over there. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. All right. That is Connie Marigo. She is, again, as I mentioned, she is the president and executive director of the National Marine Life Center in Buzzards Bay, the food truck festival happening this Saturday from 11 to 4, right outside their facility, right in downtown Buzzards Bay. And you know what? It's a great place. The, that whole area of Buzzards Bay, if you've never been down there or if it's been a while since you've been down there, the whole area is great. Go down a little bit early. You know, get there like maybe 9. And spend some time in some of the antique shops. Uh, every time I go down there, I go to the Buzzards Bay Marketplace antique shop there. Forget it. You're looking at an hour or two gone right there, just me wandering around and looking at some of the great stuff inside. There's multiple places like that. Of course, you're right there on the canal. You can hang out there. You can take the kids over to the playground. There's all kinds of things to do there so that you can spend the whole day, not just 11 to 4 during the food truck festival. You can get there early and you can find something to do afterwards as well. So uh, get on out there and spend the day this Saturday uh, at uh, the food truck festival. You know, I I had a a trip planned this Saturday. I was going to be heading up to the Wayside Inn, but that's no longer happening. So now that I've freed up my calendar, I think I'm going to head on over to that food truck festival because some of those trucks sounded amazing. And some folks uh, that I've wanted to try their food for quite a while, it'll be nice to get over there and and sample some of that. All right, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and get involved in the conversation, you can also send us app chat messages via the WBSM app. We've been talking about a couple of different stories. Uh, I will direct you once again. Some of you are just getting up now. Some of you start your day a little bit later on, and you need a good positive story, a good uplifting story to get you going. Check out the story I have at WBSM.com and on the app about a Mattapoisett woman who has been through hell. She has health issues, including an issue that is exacerbated by stress. And she's been going through a lot of stress over the last five months, four months. Because in February, her and her son were in their Mattapoise at home when her husband allegedly set fire to a mattress, burning their house down. He's been charged with attempted murder. She went to go live in Marion. She brought with her her two beloved cats. One of the cats got spooked out by the new living situation, and he ran away. And... She has been posting, desperately trying to find him. She was posting in Marion groups where he went missing, posting in Tritown groups if anybody had seen her beloved cat, Seven. Just so happens that on Monday, she posted looking to see if anybody had some humane traps she could borrow because there were reports that he might have been in a certain area of Marion. Well, as it turns out, a family was able to catch him and hold him in their garage And on Monday, she was reunited with her cat seven after four months. And when you read the whole story and everything that's behind it, you know, you'll you'll feel like good things do happen to people when they need it most. And I didn't even when I started looking into the story, which came to me on a tip from my friend Grace. She said, you know, this this is a story for you to tell. And I just thought it was a woman reunited with her cat after four months. I didn't realize all that she had been through until I started talking to her yesterday. 
And I'm telling you, that story will get your day started on a note where you think that good things can happen. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. And we have a caller on the line. Caller, I'll get to you in one moment. But I just want to let everybody know because this is the time of year when they've got a lot of stuff going on. So I want to let them know as soon as I can that with graduations happening, birthdays happening, Father's Day coming up, there's celebrations all over the place. And if you want to make those celebrations shine... The folks at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop in New Bedford, they've got your back. They've got all kinds of great things over there at Sunrise, and not just for special occasions. They've got things for every day, like sandwiches. But those sandwiches, when you show up at one of those parties, make all the difference, right? You show up with a platter of their scrumptious casserole sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, linguisa and cheese rolls, plus any other kind of sandwich you can imagine. And if you haven't tried their bakery, uh, if you haven't tried Sunrise Bakery's rice pudding yet, you got to give that a try. Bring that with you to the party. You'll be a hit. But, of course, what's a party without a cake? Sunrise Bakery can do almost any kind of cake. Phenomenal photo cakes, baby cakes, sculptured cakes featuring Disney characters, superheroes, whatever you want. And what's really cool is they can also do those cupcake cakes where you have the picture that you want, you have the visual representation that you want, but instead of having to cut that cake, it's all a bunch of cupcakes you can just pull apart. So much easier. Sunrise does all the work and, even better, all the cleanup. And, of course, you can always get their famous pastries, muffins, and donuts made fresh daily. Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. It's a sensational, continental feel at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shops. Okay, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Excuse me. I was going to sneeze. Um, good. How are you? You all right? Uh, what was I going to say now? <laughs> you were talking about Sunrise. I was like, oh, boy. The linguisa rolls are great. Yeah, a little, little bakery talk is enough to throw anybody off. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, was, oh, yeah, about sandwiches. Last night we got McDonald's, and my nephews, they ordered, they each ordered um, double cheeseburgers and the chicken sandwich. And I look at them, and they're putting the chicken in with the double cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Out of that roll. Oh, you've done that? Oh, that's a thing. Oh, okay, I, don't, I never saw that. So I don't know if I can use the name of what that sandwich is on the yes, air. Yes, because they said, they told me, and I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it's called a Mick, and then it's an, a, yeah. it's, a, it's an adult event that many people take part in. Okay. Uh, so right. it's, and that's the idea behind it. And, and if you actually go to some McDonald's and ask, like, at the drive-thru to order it by this name yeah. that I can't say on the air, they'll yeah. they'll know exactly what you mean, and they'll make the sandwich for you. I thought they made it up until they said the name. And they, I said, my brother says to me, he says, oh, no, that's a, that's what they call it. I said, no way. He said, yeah, but now I can't think of the name of it. I, I wish then, I, I wish <laughs> I could say it, but it's I, I think that it would be I, inappropriate if there were well, children listening. When they, get, when they come home, well, they are children. So, <laughs> they're, well, they're in school right now. So, so, there's, so there's a whole secret menu for McDonald's that people don't mm-hmm. know about that people have created over the years over the internet and so to make that sandwich you're right they take the mcchicken they take a mcdouble they spread it you spread it apart between the two patties of beef 
That's where you break it open. And then you take the entire McChicken, bread and all, and you shove it between the two beef patties, squish it all down, and eat it together. Yes, they did. They were having a blast with it. And then, and then also, I wanted to ask you. Uh, my friends asked me too, when you're going to have your show on again on Saturday night? Oh, I think we'll probably come back soon. Um, okay. There's there's been a few weeks where you know I've just been worn out from from getting up earlier every day, and also oh, yeah. you know my co-hosts aren't around; they're doing things. So if I don't have them to kind of back me up uh, and keep me awake through the two hours, I, I don't risk coming in and doing it. But <laughs> maybe this week, maybe next week. That's good. Also, oh, the bears on the way back near your area, huh? I guess the bear was coming down. The Carver bear was coming down into Wareham yesterday. So we'll see yeah. how far down he goes. I know he was in Cremisa the other day, or one of them was, and uh, that's so where my brother-in-law lives. It seems like that was the other bear. That was the bear that came the from bear. the west. He okay. was kind of looping through there as he turned around. I think he's kind of gone back the Lakeville-Berkeley way. He's probably back oh. up to Mansfield by now. I call him Gentle Ben. Remember that show? <laughs> I do. I loved that show. Was that, was that, was that a... Um, that was a spinoff of Grizzly Adams, right? Oh, I don't know now. It was so long ago. I thought it was the same bear. Probably. Because right? wasn't Gentle yeah. Ben the bear yeah. on Grizzly Adams? I don't know. See, I, I didn't investigate it that, <laughs> that much yet. I don't know. All, all I heard was Chris, I was, McCar- Chris McCarthy was telling the story the other day of why his mom wouldn't watch, let him watch uh, Grizzly Adams anymore after Dan Haggerty had his uh, drug problems. So. Oh, he's funny. Oh, good. All right, Timmy, you have a good weekend. You as well. Oh, Take care. Weekend. Today's only Wednesday. That's all right. All right. It's okay. You're it's... late. Bye. <laughs> have a good one. It's you okay. Too. If you want the weekend to start now, we can do it. We can have a, a, a five, six-day weekend if we want. But, uh, yeah, so we have a I, – I want to say we wrote an article about it. I, I can't totally be sure if we did. But I thought we had an article where we wrote about some of those secret menu items from McDonald's. A while ago. There's all kinds of different ones, and that's one of them. And I again, I can't say it. It's the McGang something. I'll let you fill in the blank. But that's where you take the McChicken and you put it between the two buns, uh, the two burgers of a McDouble, squish it all together, and eat it as one sandwich. There's also the McAirland and Sea Burger, which I think McDonald's actually leaned into some of these items and put them on the menu last year. You could order them through the app. The McAirland and Sea Burger is where you take a, they take the bun and they put on it a burger, a McChicken, and a fillet of fish. So you get the Airland and Sea, and then they squish that together into one sandwich. And then I think they also had one, the one that I always wanted to try, but nobody ever made it around here was the Mc1035, because at 10:30 they switched to lunch, and they take off the breakfast. But at the Mc1035 was you could get an egg McMuffin with a burger for the meat instead of a sausage or a bacon or ham or whatever. So, anyway, while I'm getting hungry, let's go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. At least two people are dead after a shooting that followed a high school graduation in Virginia. It happened Tuesday near the campus of Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond. Police say seven people suffered gunshot wounds. Several others were injured in the panic that followed, including a nine-year-old who was hit by a car. Authorities plan to seek murder charges against a 19-year-old suspect. Former Vice President Mike Pence is out with a new video announcing his run for the White House. Rory O'Neill reports. On his 64th birthday, Mike Pence released a nearly three-minute video announcing his candidacy and his vision for America. I believe in the American people, and I have faith. 
God is not done with America yet, and together we can bring this country back. The announcement by Pence comes a morning after former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie launched his campaign. Polls show Pence and all the GOP candidates still trail former President Trump in his third run for the presidency. I'm Rory O'Neill. Florida officials are defending the state's role in sending migrants to California. The Division of Emergency Management confirmed yesterday it's responsible for two flights that have carried dozens of people from Texas to Sacramento in the past week. California Governor Gavin Newsom said he might pursue kidnapping charges against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And he called the 2024 Republican presidential candidate a, quote, small, pathetic man. A Florida Department of Emergency Management spokeswoman says the people who boarded the flights did so voluntarily. Air quality alerts continue today in the New York City area because of smoke from Canadian wildfires. Scott Pringle reports. Mayor Eric Adams' administration is recommending all New Yorkers limit outdoor activities and those with pre-existing respiratory problems as well as children and older adults, they should stay indoors. Schools are canceling outdoor recess and field trips and will be keeping classroom windows closed. These folks are feeling the high concentrations of smoke particles in the air. Coughing, chest is tight, asthma, I can a little bit. It's almost like you've got this little fog going into your body. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. The PGA Tour and LIV Golf will merge. The deal will see the end of pending litigation. The once rivals will now combine into a new, yet-to-be-named company. The agreement also includes the DP World Tour, known as the European PGA Tour. The NBA Finals has shifted to South Beach. The Miami Heat will host the Denver Nuggets for Game 3 of the 2023 NBA Finals on Wednesday night after evening up the series with a win in Denver on Sunday. Tip-off is set for 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Microsoft agrees to pay the Federal Trade Commission $20 million for collecting personal information on Xbox players younger than 13 and not properly informing parents. Aaron Rayal reports. Along with paying millions in penalties, an order filed by the FTC will require Microsoft to amend its privacy protection for child Xbox users. Children's online privacy protection rules require companies to alert parents before storing information on young children younger than 13 and to give parents the choice to prevent that information from being shared with third parties. Microsoft only prompted players under the age of 13 to get parental consent after they had already entered all the information. If a child never completed the sign-up process, the company stored that that data indefinitely. Aaron Rayal, NBC News Radio. Prince Harry is back in court today defending himself against the British tabloids. The Duke of Sussex is accusing the publisher of the Daily Mirror of using unlawful techniques to gather information about his personal life for front page headlines. He took the witness stand on Tuesday, becoming the first senior member of the royal family to testify in court in over a century. In sports, the Red Sox beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-4. to The teams face off again tonight at 7-10. Now for your local forecast from ABC6. Well, you can expect another day of hazy skies as that smoke from central Canada is being pulled into our weather pattern. Today, we'll have a mixture of some sun and clouds this morning with showers developing in the afternoon. Highs reaching near 70 degrees today. And for overnight tonight, we get down to 45 degrees. And for tomorrow, some more spotty showers, cooler weather, high of 66. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 59 degrees and mostly sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Thought.
And of course, that is Astrid Gilberto, who passed away yesterday at the age of 83. And you might not know this. You might know, you might already know that this is the song that brought kind of the bossa nova sound to American audiences. But you might not know that she was just 22 years old when she recorded this. And it's, it's interesting the story of how she came to be on that track because she traveled to America to New York City in 1963 with her then husband, Joao Gilberto, who was also on that track. And they were recording this song. They wanted to record the girl from Ipanema. And the producer asked if there was someone who spoke English who could help kind of translate that for an American audience. And it just so happened that she was the only person on hand that could. So she recorded the English version of that track. And that, you know, that one with her version, her vocals only, became a smash success and won a Grammy. And that kind of kicked off her entire career. Uh, but she passed away at the age of 83. And it's, it's not often that you can point to one singular person who made a genre of music mainstream. Usually it's, you know, there's there's someone who does it and then someone else kind of builds on that and someone else kind of builds on that too. But she is definitely one person you can say. She brought Bossa Nova to the mainstream with that song. And that go, DSY in New Bedford asked us if we could play it. And sure, of course. And I'm glad that we could share that story, which I think I first heard that song. Oh, I was young. But I first heard it as one of the bumper tracks that they used to play on WGBH. They would have the music that would play in between shows with the Channel 2 logo. And that was one of the songs. It's also where I heard Dave Brubeck's Take 5. That used to be, that was the one that they played the most, but they had a girl from Ipanema, Ipanema one too. And I used to wait to hear those songs because I didn't know what they were. I didn't even know how to find them. But they were, they were songs that immediately bring me back to sitting in front of the TV and watching that, that Channel 2 logo between, say, Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. Just to give you an idea of how old I was back then. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, or you can also send in app chat messages via the WBSM app. Um, I just wanted to give you a rundown of what happened at the Dartmouth Town Meeting last night. For those of you who are interested but couldn't attend town meeting, uh, they took up 27 items on the town meeting warrant. Uh, and part of that is they allocated $200,000 to hire legal counsel to help them battle back against the proposed changes by Mass DEP to Title V. So all of those things that we've been talking about when it comes to the sewer Upgrades that you have to make. The town of Dartmouth has invested $200,000 in having legal counsel that can help them navigate through all of that. So now things are getting serious. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm making chicken soup this morning. I'm in the mood for that homemade chicken mm, soup. That sounds delicious. I make mine with the legs first. I um, boil them and skim it. I make mine with a spoon. How do you get your legs in the pot? Easy. <laughs> you, you said you make I it with your legs. It, no, the chicken legs. Oh, okay, then, I get it. 
and then I um, skim. I skim the, you know, the after I boil, I skim all that stuff that comes off the chicken. Mm-hmm. And then I add um, olive oil. I cut up onions small, put that in. Then I, I put the chicken um, stock. I either use the um, bouillon cube or the powder. And then I, um, well, I season it too a little bit. And then I, um, I don't use a lot, a lot of salt though, because I, I'm not supposed to have a lot of salt. And then I'll do my rice on the side, on my noodles on the side. And then I, um, I add carrots. I used to cut up the carrots, but now I just use them out of the can. Oh yeah, yeah. They See, cut round. They when, cut round and they're good. Whenever I make a soup, I make what's called the mirepoix, which is the base of the soup. You chop the onions, the celery, the carrots, all that stuff real fine, and you kind of fry that up in the bottom, and that kind of gives you a good glaze to start with with those vegetables. That's how I usually do it that way. Um, and then I do the same thing. You know, uh, I will actually, if I make chicken soup, I'll make some rice and some egg noodles, a little bit of each, and then that way there, whatever I decide I want to have that day, I can throw some rice in my soup, I can throw some noodles in my soup. I love it. I'm in the mood for it, and I um, I was in the mood for soup last couple of weeks ago too. Well, I'm glad I that uh, glad that I you uh, were able to make it. Let me. I love chowder. I you know I my wife used to make chowder when I was married. She made a great chowder. I don't I don't like to make it from scratch myself. I'll just buy a can of clam chowder. That that usually gets me by. Ugh, I don't like the can one. Uh, I don't mind it so much. Certain ones, certain ones. But and I I don't like them sandwiches you're talking about. Sounds so gross to me. The 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 McDonald's one. Oh yeah. Well, it's not for everybody. And usually the only time I've ever had them is when uh you know might have been drinking with a few friends and we stop at the drive-through uh, before we go home. That's usually the, the the time that I would have one of those. Oh, anything's good after a few drinks. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. <laughs> I think I've I think I've had it three times in my life, and I'm sure each time I woke up regretting it the next day. I went to Weight Watchers, and the first thing was she says that you have to um, be careful when you have a drink because uh, one drink of wine will give you an appetite. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's what happens with me. I mean, I don't drink that often, but I definitely, you know, every time we go out and have a few drinks, I'm like, all right, where are we going to eat after this? So I definitely feel it. Hey, Tim, I wanted to ask you something about that shoot and in Virginia. Isn't that awful? I'm so glad I was born when I was born. Because it's terrible today. Um, th- that's a graduation and there was a shooting? Yeah, they think so. From the reports I saw this morning, they, they believe that it was targeted, that they were that, that there was somebody there that the shooter was, was looking to, to shoot. Oh, I'm telling you, some of these kids today. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know if they got, you know, if one of the victims was the person that they were looking for. I haven't heard any updates, but uh, and certainly it's a, it's a horrible situation. Yeah, the world's going bad. Well, that's why you just got to stay home with a nice big pot of chicken soup, and that'll and make everything dog. better. And your dog, and that way nothing, you're, you're safe. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, you enjoy your soup. You have a good day. Thank you, you too. And now let's squeeze in another one here before I got to take a break. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Yes, Tim. Hey, maybe you can help me out. Where can I get mild asadas during the week? Oh, I think I know Sunrise has them, right? Doesn't Sunrise have them during the week? I don't know. If you go to, there's a lot of places, but I know if you go to Mystic Cafe in Fairhaven, they have the Malasada yep. Shack that they run on the weekends. Yeah, and, I know the weekends. But I, they I usually they usually have some left over during the week. I don't, you know, they won't be necessarily made fresh, but they'll have some. 
Oh, really? Okay, so you don't know of anything in New Bedford well, outside let, of sunshine. Let right? me throw this out there. If Ward 3 Counselor okay. Sean Oliver is listening, he can text yeah. me the place that he grabbed those malasadas from last week because they were fantastic. Right, because that's what I heard. And I said, where did he get them during the week? <laughs> well, if he texts me the information, I will pass it on to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you have a good day. And, uh, yeah, that's these these were phenomenal. Huge, huge. And, uh, and of course... By the time Jessica Machado came in, there was still some left. She was able to have it. I said, toss it in the microwave. It'll be a little bit better that way because it's been, but she said it was delicious too. So let's, uh, let's see if Sean's listening. He can let us know where he got them from. If not, I'll find out. All right. I do have to take my next break though. We'll be back in just a few moments. Congratulations to today's winner of a pair of tickets to the Willie Nelson Outlaw Music Festival happening this September at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. Uh, Lacey Moniz, you are the winner, and you will be getting an email from Casey Sylvia telling you all about how you can claim your digital tickets to be able to go and see the Outlaw Music Festival brought to you by our friends at Live Nation. Also, very quickly, SA in New Bedford says Malasada's Daily at Goulart Bakery at the corner of Rivet Street and Hemlock Street, made fresh every morning, sugar and cinnamon and sugar. So, again, that's the Goulart Bakery at the corner of Rivet Street and Hemlock Street. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, my friend. How's I got to listen to about a third of your show yesterday. So, two things. So did the country bumpkins out there make you feel welcome and wonderful? Oh, everybody was so welcoming out there. It was it was a great time, great atmosphere, great people. And they tolerated you, which is important. I and, I, I was uh, certainly the people raised a stink eye at me a little bit when I talked about some of the topics I talked about, but everybody here was having a great time. That's part of the nature of what you do. And more importantly, did your, did your condor of the turkeys follow you out there? Nope. I saw that one group of ducks at the beginning. There was a group well, of ducks. Well, that's not a condor turkey. They were, now you're splitting hairs. There were two ducks that were crossing the street, and I was watching them kind of walk around the street, and then I saw a car fly by, and I saw a feather. So I'm hoping yeah, that they didn't hit the that on the air. Yeah, yeah, I heard that, yeah. I, when I looked outside, I didn't see any any uh, dead ducks in the road, so yeah, I think so everything I worked out right. I started a good DM job last week, so sometimes my hours are going to be a little off, but... Usually still always listening as best I can, so. Well, we appreciate it. Always a pleasure, my friend. Have, have a, a good, good day. One. Take it easy. And uh, we still have some time for you at 508-996-0500. Marcus and Chris are going to be coming up after me. They'll have you until noon. And uh, they've got some great stuff to talk with you about as well. And one of the things that I want to point out, because I, I started getting into a little bit of some of the things that was happening in the town meeting last night in Dartmouth and about the $200,000 that the town meeting voters approved to help represent them, to get to get council to help represent them in these changes to the Title V regulations. I don't think that that, that legal council is going to stop things from happening. This is, you know, the, the MassDEP has decided this is what's going on. But the legal council can help 
represent the people and making sure that these changes have to be instituted fairly. And even though Dartmouth is going to foot the bill for this $200,000, you should all know if you live in an area in a community that's going to be affected by these changes, that that investment that Dartmouth is making will help you as well. But to have somebody standing up and taking on Mass DEP in the situation, it'd be nice if the other municipalities involved did the same and there could be a team of people that are working toward it. But uh, there was a, a very interesting quote that was given by Robert Govan, the chairperson of the finance committee over in Dartmouth, who said he told he said this at the meeting and it's reported by Dartmouth Week. We want to send a message that the town of Dartmouth is ready to fight this. And that's what this is about. So there was some issue, I guess, from the reporting in Dartmouth Week about the language that was used because originally the article called for outside legal counsel, but that they think that they have, you know, internally their own legal counsel could represent them for it, but it just would be, you know, in addition to its to the regular duty, so they'd have to they'd have to pay extra. So this money can go toward that. So we'll see how that goes. But I think that that's Another thing to keep an eye on. I talked about keeping an eye on, you know, the permitting process, the, the 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 registration for those donation bins and how I want to see that happen in other communities. I think you're going to see other communities as well start taking these what are kind of drastic measures. They have to hire legal counsel to represent the town against the mass DEP in these septic regulations. Going to take a break. Be back in a few moments. And if you are hungry, if you want to get out there and get yourself some breakfast, you can head on over to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in North Dartmouth. They've got everything that you can imagine, plus great creative specials each and every day. So not only can you get all your favorites on the menu, you can get things that you haven't even thought of. And you can get things that you know might become your new favorite. As I always say, you don't have to sit there and have breakfast at Just Another Phoenix. It's a great place if you want to. They'll treat you like family. But if you are in a hurry, if you have to get to work, if you got to get back home and take care of the kids, whatever it may be, you can get their entire menu through their drive through window. So you can call ahead, tell them what you want, come through the drive through window, pick it up. You don't even need to get out of the car. How convenient is that? In today's world, where you're running around, rushing around to be able to get a nice homemade breakfast like that without having to even get out of your car. It's one of the many great things they offer at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant on Fawns Corner, Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Easy to get to, right off the road there, right before you get to the sheriff's office, you'll see the sign, pull in. It's a plenty of parking in the parking lot. Nice, nice place inside if you want to spend some time. But if you need to use the drive-through, you can. It's really that convenient, and it's really that delicious. Check out just another Phoenix Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. I guarantee you will find something there that you will love. All right, well that's going to do it for me. I am out of time for today. Stay tuned for Chris and Marcus. They have you coming up next, and then of course Barry after them. Howie Carr, Jessica Machado with South Coast tonight later on this evening. Lots of great programming here for you to call in and get involved in. But I've got to go. I've got to go start working on some of my.